the bottom line in business. Voice America Business. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, and my guest this hour is uh, Douglas Gerlach, uh, who is the founder of a relatively new uh, website to help people with their investments called Stock Central. Welcome to the show, Doug. Thanks, Jordan. It's great to be here. Let's just start a little bit with your background and uh, what you have been doing in the online investing world. You've been out a long time. Kind of give us a brief history of what you've been doing before we get to where you're doing it now. Yeah, I've been covering the online investing market and the uh, uh, individual investing uh, area for a number of years. I've written several books. Uh, an early book back in '97 about called the Investor's Web Guide, uh, and then I wrote the Complete Idiot's Guide to Online Investing. Uh, and um, uh, then I started, uh, and it was all started as a result of me joining an investment club in New York City about 10, 12 years ago, and I'm really getting uh, focused on the market and learning how to invest in stocks. So I uh, really took up the, the investment club mantle and wrote investment clubs for dummies. And uh, for the last few years, I've been working for a company called iClub Central that makes tools for investment clubs and software for investors. We're up in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and we've uh, uh, been going strong for a number of years. So it's been really great for us to see uh, the market coming around and investors still looking to find the next great stock for their portfolio. Just talk a little bit about the history of online investing. I mean, people think of it typically as online trading and day trading and kind of going in and out, but it, it's really been much more than that. It's really been kind of there's the trading side and then there's the uh, kind of research side, both technical and fundamental analysis. To, to give us kind of a brief view of how that's uh, developed over the years. Well, back in 1995, when uh, the Internet started to become popular, a lot of brokers started exploring how to enable uh, online trading and providing uh, online websites, and that's when you really started to see companies like E-Trade um, and uh, a lot of other firms that have since been acquired by other larger uh, online investment firms. But I think by the late 90s, there were something like 200 brokerage firms offering online trading. Uh, and, of course, as the bubble burst, a lot of those firms um, all consolidated, went, uh, were bought out, merged with other firms, and so we're left with you know, 10 or 12 major online brokerage websites now. And part of the problem was all these brokers were trying to undercut each other on price, so they were offering $7, $9, $10, $12 commissions. And the only way you can make a business work with commissions at that level is to encourage trading. So they were really pushing the uh, technical aspects. They were really pushing uh, their customers to make lots of purchases, to jump in on IPOs on the first day of trading and try to flip those really quickly. And a lot of strategies that just aren't very effective uh, at building wealth, which is what most investors are really looking for. Um, around the same time, there were a lot of financial websites that started to appear, uh, and uh, I tracked somewhere between twelve and 20,000 uh, websites devoted to banking, investing, research, um, uh, all types of uh, stock market activities that uh, by, by the year 2001 uh, were in existence. And then, of course, as the market declined, so did interest. And a lot of these websites started to go away and get get merged. Uh, you know, there was an old financial data site called Market Guide that was bought by Moltex. Moltex was bought by Reuters, 
and now Reuters and Thomson are looking to merge. So we're seeing all these independent sites are now becoming part of a conglomerate of uh, financial information, which is where most people are going now when they're looking for research on the Internet. So there, there's a lot out there. There's less than there was as far as numbers of sites, I guess, uh, because they've consolidated to some extent. So why did you see a need for creating Stock Central if there's all this information already out there for people? Well, there certainly is a lot of raw data that's out there, and uh, you can, you know, the handful of sites that every investor knows about, Yahoo Finance and Thompson and Reuters and MSN Money and Google Finance, Yahoo Finance, these sites are where everyone is going to get information but what they're not getting is the insight and the analysis tools. And that's something that I predicted uh, 10 years ago, that we would increasingly see uh, analysis being enabled on the Internet. Uh, and I think a lot of, uh, uh, in the Internet in general, a lot of people were looking at the Internet and saying, well, these are going to replace, we're going to have applications that run in a web browser that are going to replace the software that's on your desktop. And we really haven't seen that happening uh, at a, a lot of these sites. So uh, I think it was time for us to take the bull by the horns and say, well, we're going to start developing a website that's got the tools, not for trading, but for investing, not for speculating, but for identifying long-term, uh, high-quality growth stocks and figuring out how to buy them uh, at an appropriate price. So that's what Stock Central uh, came out of this notion that people had a lot of data, but the data, there was nothing that was helping them understand the data, apply the data, and use that information on the Internet to be smarter investors. What kind of data do you have on uh, how the average investor has been misled by all the data out there and, and, you know, in fact, they have not succeeded with IPOs and day trading and kind of all this fast in and out, and you're really recommending kind of traditional buy and hold. You, you, you watch uh, CNBC or you, you hear all these places today and... and you know, it's like you're in by 10 and out by 11, and it's an up-and-down game. Is that just totally wrong? Do most investors typically lose if they're doing that kind of trading? Well, it's hard for me to see how investors are coming out ahead by trying to emulate what they see on television every day. Uh, I think this really goes back to the whole structure of Wall Street. This is 200 years of a business that's built around one notion, which is how do we generate transactions out of our customer base. So it's really difficult for me to look at, at a traditional brokerage firm and, and figure out, well, where is the separation here between looking out for an investor's uh, best interest, for your customer's interest, and making money? Because you only make money uh, by getting this customer to buy this stock, sell this stock, then buy another stock. And that constant buy and sell program has created a culture on Wall Street that's built around transactions. And that has made it difficult for buy-and-hold investors, people who just want to use these time-tested strategies and to build a long-term portfolio that doesn't require a lot of transactions. Uh, but the, the uh, tools are there, uh, but the bias is still uh, bending people in the direction of, you know, you've got to be making more trades. You've got to be you know, uh, you've got to be buying and selling. Otherwise, you know, what are you doing? You're just sitting there. Well, sometimes sitting there is the best thing to do. Yeah, because the culture is definitely buy and hold is dead. Uh, the market's changed too fast. You've got to be monitoring this and getting in and out of things all the time because 
you know, you just can't sit there and, and have these major changes happening without you responding to them. So you're saying if you get good quality companies, you can really ride through these things. Oh, absolutely. The basic, our basic approach, uh, we're looking for companies that have, that are high quality, and we look at quality in a couple of ways, but certainly one of them is consistency uh, and strength of their historical growth of earnings and revenues. So that's very, uh, something very easy to identify. Either a company is growing, and it's growing well, and it's growing consistently, or it's not. It's, it's growing sporadically, or it's losing money. And we also look at things like the profit margin, and you can compare a company's profit margin to companies in that industry group. If this company's profit margins are higher, they're doing a good job. Management's doing, doing the right thing. If the profit margins are lower than average, then here's a company that doesn't have any room to respond to competitive pressures. It's not maximizing their uh, invested capital to generate earnings for investors. So those are some simple tests that we apply to stocks. And then once you find these high-quality companies, you want to buy them at the right time. This is where people uh, get have gotten stung in the past by they have great companies in their portfolio, but they bought them at a price that was too high. And, you know, there are lots of studies about how the average stock on the New York Stock Exchange can fluctuate 50% within 12 months in price. So you want to make sure you're buying it when the stock is cheap, not when the stock is expensive. So when you buy good stocks cheap, you stand a better uh, chance of getting a good return over the long term. I guess another argument for buy and hold would be taxes as well, that if you're buying in out, it's all regular income, whereas if you hold it for a year or longer, you're going to get 15% capital gains rates, and, and that can make a big difference as well. Yeah, absolutely. The, well, the, the, the drain, uh, you're lit, getting rid of the drain of commissions uh, with a buy and hold approach, so you're not, you don't have to worry about that. And also capital gains. If you're holding for a year or longer and you're getting that long-term capital gains rate, uh, then taxes aren't going to drag down your total return either. But again, you're saying this is a kind of against Wall Street's interest to think about that because they, they want transactions going on. I mean, Wall Street would say back to you that they've really moved much more to an asset management model where they're managing people's assets and doing mutual funds and things like that where they're not encouraging in-and-out trading. Would you disagree with that? Uh, no, I think there definitely has been a movement towards uh, towards that type of uh, the asset-based approach, the asset-based fee. But again, then, then my, my concern is what are the assets that they're putting their customers in? Are these assets that the companies, the brokerage firms, the investment banks have an interest in, that they've underwritten, that they have a, a research or a banking relationship with these companies? And those types of conflicts uh, hopefully have been going away with some of the high-profile you know, cases of earlier in this decade. But uh, you know, still, when it comes to trusting someone with your money, no one cares as much as you do about it. So we encourage people to take responsibility for their own portfolios. And I don't say, you know, I don't mean to say that every brokerage firm is crooked or every broker is, is incompetent, because there are certainly the majority of them are not. But uh, on the other hand, what do you have to lose by educating yourself on how to select stocks and how to build a stock portfolio? And you might end up educating your broker on some of the strategies that uh, that have been time tested and work well. What, what is your uh, uh, um, evaluation of the impact of Sarbanes-Oxley, uh, the, the new law came in 2002-2003, on the quality of Wall Street research? Well, I think the quality of the research, um, if you're talking about the research uh, provided by Wall Street investment banks and professional analysts, yes, uh, I, I don't think the research has gotten any better uh, for the simple fact that 
after the introduction of Sarbanes-Oxley, uh, these analysts had to actually start working. They couldn't rely on being given the answers, spoon-fed the answers by the companies in advance of the public release of that information. Um, you know, there's more information that's out there, which makes it a little more co complicated for analysts to kind of figure out what's going on. I think, by and large, it's been good for investors uh, to have a little more um, regulation in the dissemination of financial information and uh, the types of reporting that's done. And but uh, you know, on the other hand, we've always had laws in this country uh, that regulate the stock market and regulate what investment banks how they're supposed to behave, uh, how research firms and public companies are supposed to uh, provide information. Yeah, well, supposedly between Sarbanes-Oxley and Reg FD, which is the where all the information comes out at the same time, that's supposed to have made things a little bit better, but you're, you're saying it really hasn't changed the underlying uh, what's, what's running Wall Street. I don't think it makes it any better or, uh, uh, better or easier for individual investors. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the quality of information may be higher, and that can... Okay, we're going to come back. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guest this uh, hour is Doug Gerlach, uh, who is the founder of Stock Central, a new website we're going to be finding out more about that will help empower investors to make the best investment decisions. We'll be back after this. Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You hear business show after business show all geared towards improving a company's bottom line. But what about your bottom line? How come no one ever talks about that? Finally, a show dedicated to the worker. The Crow Show with Paul McLaughlin, the work wonk. Heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, the Crow Show is aimed specifically at the worker and their environment. From work skills and technology to dealing with bosses and coworkers, the Crow Show will give you insight on how to survive and prosper in today's workplace. The Crow Show with Paul McLaughlin, the work wonk. Heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the bottom line of business talk, Voice America Business. Why is Pepsi cooler than Coke? Why are iPods so popular? In 2005, how can you launch a successful brand? Want to know? Learn about the fascinating and intriguing world of graphic design and branding on Design Matters with Debbie Millman. Every Friday at 12 Pacific Standard Time, Debbie Millman will provide you with a provocative look into the stimulating world of design as it intersects with contemporary culture. Hear what the experts have to say about creating, maintaining, and launching a brand in today's challenging marketplace. Join us every Friday at 12 Pacific Standard Time for Design Matters with Debbie Millman. Right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellent and both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. 
the Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. It's Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. Back, and my uh, guest this uh, hour is Doug Gerlach, uh, who is the founder of Stock Central, a relatively new website to help investors with their money. Welcome back to the show, Doug. Hello. Welcome. Glad to be here. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Stock Central. Um... And we kind of get the general idea here, but specifically, what, it was, what was it that you saw with all these websites out there that was not being addressed? Uh, and let's go specifically into some of the things that Stock Central is offering to address those uh, needs. Well, we've, uh, let me just uh, uh, preface that by saying that we make, uh, our company, iClub Central, makes club accounting and club operations tools, and we have a website for investment clubs. So this is all at uh, investment clubs. And one of the strengths of investment clubs is you've got a group of a dozen people sitting around contributing to uh, better understanding for everyone of the stocks that they're tracking, bringing together their information. So one of the objectives of Stock Central is to bring that same sense of here are a bunch of people who share an approach, who are looking at particular companies. How can we apply that on a much larger scale? So that's something that uh, Stock Central uh, offers, this community of investors who are all using our tools we're using our approach, and so if you've got an idea about a stock, someone can share other additional information about it, and they're not day traders, they're not technical analysts, they're people who are looking at this stock as well from a long-term perspective, so you can immediately get, uh, get some perspective there. Can you actually see the portfolios of various investment clubs in your group? Not yet. That's a feature that we'll be launching in the next six months, we'll, uh, the, the sort of portfolio tracking and analysis sharing. Um, we're building up a community. We've got about 14,000 people now, uh, and one of the things that uh, will be coming in the next year will be the ability to have, you know, several hundred people who are following one stock. You'll be able to see sort of an average uh, consensus of the future performance for that company from all the people who own it or are following it for their portfolio. Is that consensus usually a good thing? I mean, some would say if there's a consensus, you want to go the other direction on something like that. It could be, but if you've got... Uh, a, you know, a lot of people who are tracking a particular company from the same approach, uh, then you know you're getting rid of the uh, the greater fool theory. These are people who are looking at the fundamentals. Uh, so if a lot of people are optimistic, you get, sure there might be some people who are going to be contrarian and uh, and say, well, if everyone is if this is the consensus, then I'm going to go uh, against it. But uh, because we're so we're focused on quality companies. Uh, these are these are companies that a lot of information is known about. The research that we provide, the tools that we provide, give you additional insight. Um, so they're not going to be a whole lot of negative surprises. Uh, we we our approach generally works um, such that 80 uh, percent of the companies that you buy are going to do as well or better than you expected, and 20 percent or one out of five for reasons that you never could have foreseen. Uh, is going to tank. It's going to be a dog. It's going to keep you uh, worried, and that's uh, you know the ratio of uh, uh, that ratio is is such because we're isolating our universe of stocks to about 300 or 400 high quality companies. Now, do you recommend stocks directly through Stock Central, or is it just providing the tool that allows people to do it them on their own? We provide the tools that let people uh, that let people make their own decisions. We, provide, we publish an investor newsletter, actually, um, that's been going since 1973 called the Investor Advisory Service. 
that uses our approach. And so this is where we've gained a lot of experience in how uh, this, this approach can work over the long term. Our newsletter is tracked by Hulbert, and it's generally one of the top 12 uh, or 15 invest, stock investing newsletters in the uh, country, even when adjusted for risk. So it's uh, got a good track record behind it. And just give us, while we're thinking about the um, website for both Stock Central and the, the newsletter, if they want to find out more about that. At iClub.com. iClub.com is our, our main website, our uh, uh, company website that has links to all the tools, the software, the newsletters um, that we offer. And StockCentral.com is our uh, uh, new site uh, that's got all the investing tools online. And before we get to the tools, tell us uh, what the price of the service is. Well, uh, I hope people aren't, aren't going to be put off by the price, but the price of StockCentral.com for a year subscription is $39.99. Wow, that's incredibly low compared to most things out there. How does that compare to some of the other websites that people might be able to see? Uh, some of the, well, I, I think in order to get the same level of tools, uh, you'd really have to be looking at uh, spending hundreds or thousands of dollars uh, remember, we're, we're focused on investment clubs uh, and individual investors who are investing on their own. Um, if you're going to technical analysis sites, uh, these people are prepared to spend thousands of dollars uh, because they're already losing thousands of dollars, I think. So it's another <laughs> couple, hundred, couple grand a year for uh, data subscriptions. But we're really lo- focused on individual investors. This is where Main Street meets Wall Street uh, on our website, where uh, average people are talking about stocks, are using our tools, are making decisions and becoming smarter investors. All right, let's start with the, the basics of what's in Stock Central. The first thing is a data service. Now, what do you have that's different than other places as far as fundamental data? Well, when you look at our data, we have a data report that you can uh, take a look at, and we've got 10 years of uh, fundamental data, and that's more than you'll find on any other free site that's out there. The reason we have 10 years of data is because we're looking at the underlying trend of profitability for the company. We're looking for companies that have a track record, that has management that's been doing a good job. And if we can look at 10 years of earnings per share growth and pre-tax profit growth, and uh, uh, then we can really say, you know, if the company's been consistent over the last 5 to 10 years and growing at a particular rate, we can make some assumptions about the future. Either the, you know, the growth will slow a bit more as the company's getting bigger or will continue. They're a stable growth company. Uh, so that's really key to our approach is having that 10 years of history and being able to see the long-term trends that are going to be driving the long-term in the future. And then you talk about insider ownership. What kind of uh, information do you have about insider buying and selling? We track the, uh, the raw percentages of insider and institutional ownership. Uh, and we like to, you know, we have, don't have... A lot of our, uh, uh, our rules are built around fuzzy logic, but we like to see uh, insiders owning a particular company, uh, and we also like to see um, not too much institutional ownership because the institutional ownership will uh, throw the stock around. Uh, if something bad happens, uh, the institutions will dump the stock, the price will tank, uh, and then institutions will uh, shy away from repurchasing that stock. So we have some flags that we encourage people to... Uh, not invest in companies that are, you know, 80% or 70% owned by the, the big institutional shareholders. So what's the top-level institutional ownership you tend to like before you start shy away from it? Well, if, uh, when, when it gets to the 65% mark, that's the general rule of thumb. If it's above 65%, um, it, you know, it can be a deal-breaker, or you might let it go for a company that's got all the other, uh, uh, everything else going for it. 
um, you might think that, okay, well, maybe there, there are some fund managers out there who understand this business and uh, are not just uh, buying it uh, for the short term. So uh, you might make some allowances there. But my, my figure is about 65% for uh, a mid, mid to large company. How much uh, financial sophistication would you expect on the part of users? Uh, I mean, if they've got 10 years of all this incredibly detailed uh, data, is it going to be overwhelming for the average person, or how do you make it kind of understandable for people? Well, one of the tools we have, if you click on the Tools tab of our site, one of the tools that we provide is something called Take Stock. And this is based on a software program that we developed five or six years ago. Uh, and the intention of the stock uh, of Take Stock is to provide a tool for investors who didn't want to, who were scared by the math, who were uh, who who wanted some additional handholding, or who just really wanted the, the absolute easiest way to identify high quality growth companies for their portfolio. So it provides something called instant stock analysis. So when you click on Take Stock, you can enter a ticker symbol. And click the go button, and in a couple of seconds, it comes back and it, says, it gives it a quality rating from zero to ten. Uh, it tells you uh, the mood. If the mood is hot, that means lots of investors are buying it. Or if the mood is cool, that investors have been uh, the PE ratio is coming down for some reason. And we also give you a target buy price and say if you can buy below this price, then your potential uh, for long-term returns is pretty good. And so that, that screen there is worth its weight in gold, just to give you either as a pre-screen for your, uh, for your stock ideas to see is it worth investing more time and energy researching this company. But it's also great, we have a button called Concepts. You click on the Concepts button and it explains in plain English, not in jargon, what you're seeing on the screen. And you can continue to dig down. So if you like the quality, looks good, and you want to understand what are the components that make up this quality rating, you click on the quality button, it gives you more details. And again, it's all in English, not in, in, uh, in mathematics. Uh, and it gives you, it supports you as you kind of learn on your own how this approach works. And then we wrap it all up with a summary screen that says, here are the things to like about this company, and here are the things to check. So when you find a, a stock that, that meets the criteria where everything is looking pretty good, then these are good candidates for your portfolio. Now you also offer a stock screener. Is that why, how can you, What are some of the screens that you can do to uh, find stocks that are appropriate for what you're looking for? Well, our screener is unique because we're solely focused on long-term uh, fundamental data points. So there's no technical analysis. And every other screener that's out on the web will, you know, has the option to screen on moving averages and, and technical indicators. Because we're not focused on that, our, in, our uh, uh, fields in our screener are things like what's the five-year sales and earnings per share growth rate. So you can select your minimum or maximum growth rate. Uh, what's the P-E ratio or, or even more telling what's the, uh, you know, the relative value, which is the comparison of the current P-E ratio to where it's been in the past. Uh, so these are the kinds of uh, uh, figures that you'll find there. You can save a screen uh, and, and uh, come back to it later and view the updated results. And uh, so that makes it really useful. We'll be launching, we'll be adding some uh, more functionality to this. We, we make a desktop stock screener program that's really uh, full-featured. Uh, but this is just a way, there's no math involved. Again, on this screen, you don't have to select, you know, when, uh, if you're looking for quality companies, we actually have the take stock quality rating. So, and you don't even have to know what it is. You can just say, show me, only show me stocks that are acceptable, have acceptable ratings, and we figure it out for you and deliver the results.
so it's like one through five, or how how do those ratings work? Our ratings are from zero to ten, and if it's uh, about four, three point nine or above, it, we consider the quality acceptable, and that looks at pre-tax profit margin stability, uh, and also looks at long-term growth of earnings as well as the stability of that growth. So you're pre-digesting it for them to some extent. And Absolutely, trying to make it as easy as possible. Roughly, how many people would uh, companies would be in that uh, pre-selected s- section? Every month, we run a screen of uh, quality companies. We call it our complete roster of quality companies, and there are about 140 companies that meet our minimum standards of quality. Now, out of those, there are probably only a dozen or two that would also be considered uh, undervalued or reasonably valued at current prices. I see. Very good. Okay, well, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guest is Doug Gerlach of Stock Central, and we'll be back after this. The bottom line in business, Voice America Business. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and The Growth Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Bottom Line in Business Talk, Voice America Business. You hear business show after business show all geared towards improving a company's bottom line. But what about your bottom line? How come no one ever talks about that? Finally, a show dedicated to the worker. The Crow Show with Paul McLaughlin, the work wonk. Heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, the Crow Show is aimed specifically at the worker and their environment. From work skills and technology to dealing with bosses and coworkers, the Crow Show will give you insight on how to survive and prosper in today's workplace. The Crow Show with Paul McLaughlin, the work wonk. Heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line of business talk, Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellent both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Doug Gerlach, who is the founder of Stock Central, uh, a website designed to help investors pick the best stocks. Welcome back to the show, Doug. Thank you. Okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, message boards. Uh, there's a ton of message boards. If you go on to Yahoo Finance or these other websites, there are people having with all kinds of opinions. What's wrong with going to those message boards instead of yours? Well, I think the problem that comes with uh, so many of the message boards that are out on the Internet is that you end up with 
uh, a lot of noise. You end up with a lot of traders touting their, their, their last pick, uh, trying to drum up support, or uh, maybe they're shorting the stock and they're trying to drum up support for that uh, and get people um, um, disinterested in the companies. Uh, so I think there's, um, uh, there's a large gap between reality and uh, the, the uh, desires of a few people to try to manipulate the market on these uh, message boards. Uh, often they're very cryptic, and I think for, uh, you know, our average user is not someone who spends four hours a day watching CNBC and sitting in front of their computer terminal. We want people to go out and enjoy their life and enjoy the, the gains that they make from their portfolio uh, and have an investment approach that only requires a couple hours a month. Now, of course, a lot of people, uh, as they retire, perhaps they may take on investing as a hobby, which is, uh, you know, this is a hobby that can potentially make you a lot of money. Yeah. But uh, trading is not the way that's going to get you there. So uh, our message boards are uh, unique in that this is, you have to be a member of the site in order to post. Uh, anyone can view the messages, so you can learn and follow along. Uh, so that, and everyone who's there shares our investing approach. Now, everyone may have some slightly different things that are important to them, but uh, we really listen to our community on our message boards, and we've got a great group of people from all over the country uh, who, who join in and um, are participating in spreading the word and giving us feedback on the tools. When we release new tools on the website, we've got groups that will come in and test out those tools and give us feedback, tell us how things are working. Um, and we really try to be as transparent as possible. We're not uh, uh, in the operation of the site. We're not telling people uh, what to do. We're, we're encouraging them to give us feedback, um, and our staff is on the site all the time, uh, working with people, helping with their problems, um, trying to make things better. So you're saying that you don't get on your, your sites uh, the touts either positively or negatively on different stocks because that's just not the, kind of the, the ethos of your particular site. Uh, exactly. But it would be interesting, though, I think that uh, uh, we have a self-policing community to a large degree, and if somebody came in and tried to make those types of, uh, uh, t- make those types of uh, claims on our site, Somebody would say, well, you know, I don't really think that this is the right place or uh, uh, would, would try to shoot them down with, uh, with logic. Uh, so so we, don't, we don't get a lot of flame wars going, uh, <laughs> which I think is a good thing. Maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's a little less exciting for some people who want that kind of confrontation on a daily basis. But, but most people are looking, you know, either they're looking for help or what's really great and gratifying to me is the number of people who are on our site to help others who are offering up uh, uh, assistance, you know, you're trying to start an investment club. We have people who will, you know, work with you online, send you advice, call you up on the phone, or if you're in a city someplace, um, we'll come visit your new club and give you advice on, uh, on, you know, how to get that club started or how to keep you back on track or how you should be investing. And that's a, that's a really great to see those uh, uh, those relationships starting to emerge from our community. While we're talking about investment clubs, just give me a general sense of what is happening in the investment club community. There was a huge surge in the late 90s when the stock market was doing well. Then a lot of them had real trouble when the dot-com bubble burst in the early 2000s. And now that the market's back, are investment clubs back as strong as ever? I think investment clubs, the evidence we've seen, uh, and we make uh, investment club accounting software, and we have a website called myiclub.com, which is a full-featured investment club website that does, it lets the treasurer keep the books, it does message boards, you can store files, um, it's got a calendar, it's got all of the administrative tools that you need for an investment club. 
Uh, and so, yeah, we saw a drop-off in the early 2000s, but it's really stabilized. And I really think investment clubs are coming back. I'm hearing from more and more of them. Um, they, the ones that weathered the storm learned some big lessons, and as the market came back, they kept investing. While the market was low, they kept having meetings. The members kept putting in money. They kept finding stocks that were bargain prices at the bottom of the market. And now as the markets come back up, uh, they're seeing the benefits of, oh, if we stick with this over the course of a couple of years, look what happened. We're really doing well. So uh, I, I was in Tucson this past weekend at a, an investment club workshop, and I opened some investment club portfolios. And these, there were some uh, clubs that were doing very well, had been around for uh, as long as 10 years, and had stuck with it, and had really, uh, were seeing some nice returns. You know, our target, we asked people to look for a target return of about 15% a year, which is a significant premium over the, the average of the S&P 500 over time. But uh, the that gives them a doubling of money every five years, uh, and that's quite an accomplishment over the long term. And to see clubs that are doing that is really... And there were quite a few clubs that achieved that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We have, um, we have a lot of clubs on our website, and uh, we see what stocks they're buying and how well they're doing. And, uh, yeah, we have a lot of satisfied investment clubs. So those are the ones that uh, focus on education. They focus on tools like the, the tools that we offer at Stock Central. Um, that's one of the things that uh, helps these clubs is that they've got a unified approach. So they don't sit around at a meeting with someone who brings in a tip from his broker and says, my broker says we should bu- be buying this, you know, this uh, uh, minerals stock that uh, has a three-year history and trades on some Canadian exchange. Um, that's gambling. That's not investing. And investment clubs are great for uh, for uh, 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 collecting the opinions of a bunch of people and keeping a portfolio on track where you're not reacting in, uh, in real time to events. You're meeting once a month. So it's a very generalized, very uh, a mellow kind of approach to the market. And a lot of people need that. You also said that on StockCentral.com you have stock analyses. Uh, so people have already gone through a lot of the process, and they're just giving out their results of their analyses, or how it does. Explain how that works. Yeah, we make a, a software tool that we've been making for about 15 years called Investor's Toolkit, and uh, one of the advantages of this tool is it uses our same approach. It's the long-term approach: is that you can export your analysis to a file that anyone else who has a program can import. So that, uh, as a result. People can come on our site, go to the message boards. We have about 300 or 400 devoted to the types of stocks that our members are like, like to see. Uh, and they can go to those uh, forums and share their analysis with other people. And then later in the next six months, we'll have an online version of that tool also available so that you can see that analysis uh, right on the website. We're really trying to build. It's almost like a, an enormous uh, investment club. We've got 14,000 members now. The idea is if we can consolidate the opinions from a lot of people, we might be able to see uh, see trends and identify um, stocks and maybe be a little smarter than the analysts. So as you're saying, you're not only giving people the answers, but the way that they find those answers is, is going to be available or is available already online. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're, we don't try to tell people what to do uh, so much as let them find out for themselves, educate them, and give them the tools they need to make their own decisions. Uh, you know, it's really about making smarter tools for smarter investors. And then you say you also have uh, various kinds of week-long educational workshops. So what, what goes on at those? 
Yeah, we in our uh, we have a uh, special forum in our class in our community section called the classroom, and here's where we have uh, workshops. We'll bring in uh, writers, and uh, we'll bring in uh, other experts, or or even volunteers from the community who say, oh, "Yeah, I'll teach a class on this uh, this particular subject." And uh, so that's where those go. And so for a week, there's there are lessons that are posted. People can read them in the forums, ask questions, interact. And then we'll wrap up the transcript after the uh, at the end of it, and we have a learning library that's growing with these sorts of helpful files of here's investment knowledge that can help you become a smarter investor. And then you say you also have other uh, products and services and other partners on which you're giving discounts. What are some of the things uh, included there? Yeah, we've been working with lots of well, with some partners um, uh, that. Um, uh, people, these are uh, companies that uh, we work with. There's a company called ManifestInvesting.com that's a financial uh, sort of an online newsletter resource, uh, and we've been working with them for a long time. Their founder, Mark Robertson, uh, and the, the, the notion is that he's got, um, uh, so he, he participates on our website, and we also um, uh, uh, have, have arrangements with him. We have arrangements with the brokerage firm Folio FN, for instance. Um, where we're uh, co-marketing with them. Uh, again, that's just a, that's a great resource for an investment club because you can invest um, small amounts. Uh, you know, using Folio FN, you can invest in um, uh, fractional shares whenever you. It's like creating your own mutual fund to some extent. Exactly, exactly, and that's what an investment club is. When you get down to it, the investment club is the uh, uh, is just like a mutual fund. Only it's uh, you know it's highly concentrated concentrated in a few stocks. Uh, and it's uh, com- completely customized by the members. There's an investment, investor education event that we've been uh, working with called InvestEd. It's going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina next August. We've been sponsoring that event. Uh, so we have, we're, again, working with firms that have a similar approach. Um, they're co- uh, compatible with our approach uh, and uh, trying to bring the best of the best together in one place. And our users really, uh, some of these, it was, it's interesting, a lot of these uh, companies and services, uh, some people say, well, aren't they competing with you? And we say, well, you know, Walmart sells its own products as well as products made by other companies. It, it depends on what people, uh, what people like. And we're trying to be a, a clearinghouse for a particular approach to investing uh, that um, uh, sometimes flies under the radar because we're really not about trading. We're not about making a lot of money fast. Our members and users are happy making money slowly because they sleep better at night. Uh, and uh, there are a few companies out there that, that share that approach, and so we're, we're happy to partner with them. Yeah, particularly in this day and age when everything's about fast money and <laughs> trading in and out and, and you know, seeing stock market as a game as opposed to a long-term investing kind of vehicle. Yeah, it's one of the ironies of StockCentral.com is that we're a website that's all about not having up-to-the-minute, up-to-the-second information. <laughs> okay, very good. All right, again, well, this is uh, Jordan Goodman, your host of the Money Answer Show. My guest this uh, hour is Doug Gerlich, uh, who is the founder of Stock Central. You can find out about his website at uh, stockcentral.com. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some individual stocks that uh, his members are finding interesting and uh, have good records according to the way he looks at it. We'll be back after this. Bottom line in business, Voice America Business. 
Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Achieve Total Wealth Management. Listen to Three Dimensional Wealth with Rory Diefendorf every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, right here on Voice America Business. Three Dimensional Wealth is a show dedicated to teaching you a value-based approach to comprehensive wealth management through practical strategies and expert advice. Take your first step down the road to financial independence. Listen to Three Dimensional Wealth with Rory Diefendorf Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, here on the Bottom Line in Business Talk, Voice America Business. Have you ever had a bad day and wish someone could come along and change it at the flip of a switch? Do you dream of living the life of wealth, great relationships, and the perfect job, but don't know where to start? Then tune into The Winner's Attitude with corporate trainers, motivators, authors, and hosts, Jeff and Val G. No difficult strategies or complicated keys, Jeff and Val present a powerful and effective technology to switch your operating system to create the most amazing life. It has been said that winners have simply formed the habit of doing amazing things. Winners know how to activate that switch and so can you the winner's attitude with jeff and val g broadcast each friday at 8 a.m pacific 11 a.m eastern on the voice america business channel the winner's attitude switch me on the bottom line in business voice america business You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman. Uh, my uh, guest this hour is Doug Gerlich, uh, who's the founder of Stock Central uh, at StockCentral.com. Welcome back to the show, Doug. Thanks, Jordan. Let's uh, kind of put this into action a little bit here. And uh, why don't you briefly go through... The kind of analysis that somebody, uh, either you, an individual, or uh, an investment club might do on a particular stock uh, that would pass all your different screens and, and tell me what that stock would be and just kind of give us a, a, a sense of how the whole process would work. Okay. Well, let's, uh, uh, let me tell you what I look for uh, in, in companies. And um, um, I like to, when I start looking for company investment ideas, I like to segregate, you know, mid-sized companies from large and small companies because, you know, you expect higher growth from small companies, uh, lower growth from larger companies, but a dividend uh, will add a little kicker to your total return. So for a mid-sized growth, uh, I'm looking for a minimum historical five-year earnings per share and revenue growth of about 50, of at least 15%. Per year. For a year. That's yeah. compound annual growth rate, 15%. Then I want to see the P/E ratio, um, the current P/E ratio right now, uh, between 80 and 110 percent of the average P/E ratio. Now this the is the price over the last 12 months of earnings, or projected forward? Yeah, this is a this is trailing trailing P/E. Okay. So trailing P/E between 80 and 110 percent of the historical average P/E ratio. 
So that's just saying the P-E ratio right now is is the average. compares to where it's not undervalued by a whole lot, it's not overvalued by a whole lot. Uh, the 80% uh, range, anything below 80%, then you start getting into problem companies. Because if, if a company's trading at a P-E ratio of 60% of its historical average, then something's fundamentally changed with that company. There's a reason it's selling below like that. Yeah, the, the growth is really slowed, or they had a, you know, something's going on. So, but 80%, you know, this is just, that's the normal range of a company that's uh, fallen out of favor for no reason other than uh, investor sentiment or some analyst decided to put a sell uh, order on the stock because it reached, uh, you know, a target price or something mm-hmm. like that. So, okay. whatever those uh, outside factors are. And then uh, I also we also look at the stability, the consistency and stability of the earnings per share growth rate, and we use that uh, look at that uh, by calculating the R squared coefficient, uh, and that I like to see at least be 0.9, uh, and that means that to the naked eye, if you plotted the last five years of earnings per share on a on a uh, semi log chart, it would appear to be a straight line. So uh, that's just a, a measurement. Uh, uh, companies that are growing earnings consistently are going to do uh, what better than companies that are growing earnings sporadically. So, uh, and then finally, uh, one of our proprietary uh, figures on the site is the quality rating, the take stock quality rating, that zero to ten figure. So, we don't even look at it in our screener. We just say, show me stocks that are acceptable or desirable or better. Uh, and so, I say, I want to see stocks that are acceptable, quality, or better. And the quality is based on financial stability and earnings, uh, exactly. consistent er- earnings yep. growth, basically. Profit margins and stability of earnings growth. Right okay. So those criteria, and then looking at companies with revenues in the mid-sized category, which is between $500 million and $5 billion a year, we do not look at market cap, because that only measures what investors think a company is worth. We're looking at what they've actually done. So that's, so that's sales. You're saying the sales of 500. Exactly. Last year's okay. sales between okay. 500 million and 5 billion. That's what we consider a mid-sized company stock. Okay. So that gives us about 10 companies that put wow. that screen. Uh, so it's a small group, and then from uh, there on our screener, you can click off to the take stock link. So that would be 10 out of how many? What would be the universe would potentially be in that category uh, of mid-sized companies? Well, we have 8,600 in the entire database. So mid-sized companies uh, are going to be a couple thousand in that uh, in that group. So this is ten out of two thousand or so. Yeah. That, that's how tight the screen is. You're saying. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So it's a pretty good. So uh, here are some of the names okay. that are showing up on this screen. One is Brown and Brown, the insurance brokers. Uh, another is Coach, uh, which you, everyone knows from the handbags and footwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hibbit Sporting Goods, which is a chain of sporting goods stores. Uh, Joseph Bank, the, the apparel stores. This is a, a company that's just recently uh, reached that $500 uh, million dollar mark uh, in annual sales. Quality Systems, which is a healthcare information services firm. Uh, here's an interesting one, United Natural Foods. It's an a organic and health foods, natural foods wholesaler uh, that's been showing up on a lot of our screens recently. Um, UTIW uh, Worldwide, I'm sorry, UTI. UTI Worldwide, the ticker is UTIW. This is an air, a logistics firm. Uh, and uh, Varian Medical Systems. These are just some of the companies that are uh, popping up on our, uh, on our screen right now, um, as of today. And then if we look at a company like Coach uh, and drill down, uh, we find that the quality index for, uh, take sto- uh, uh, for Coach is 9.5 out of 10. 
So it couldn't get much better from a quality perspective. Mm-hmm. And uh, the buy price that we've calculated so that you can double your money in five years if you bought it today uh, would be buying it below $41. And uh, the current price is 36 Because actually, they just had a big miss recently, Coach did. Yep, so they probably, that's why they've probably come down in, uh, uh, come down in uh, price a little bit because of that, but still on the long-term basis, uh, it's a company that's uh, uh, been growing well over the long term, and the outlook is probably pretty strong uh, looking forward. So when buying any of these stocks or anything through your system, you should assume you're going to hold them for five years, or what kind of time frame should you assume? Everything that we calculate is based on a five-year time frame. So it's not saying that every stock you buy you will, you will own for five years or that there won't be some fundamental change that might come along that would cause you to say, you know what, I think it's time to get rid of this particular uh, company. But uh, we're really looking for the, the stability uh, that's been exhibited in the past that will carry forward down the road so there won't be a lot of uh, a question about the, the company's uh, uh, future performance. Yeah. So, uh, have you actually looked back tested your performance uh, over you know five year time period compared to the S and P five hundred and other indexes? Well, we have a an investing newsletter called the Investor Advisory Service that's been published since nineteen seventy three. We have an outside firm that uses our software. This is a firm of uh, chartered financial analysts. They use our software uh, as their key analytical tool. Um, they tweak it a little bit, and they come up with three stock picks a month. Um, we sell subscriptions to this service on our website at iClub.com, uh, but the advantage of it is is that we've got a, uh, a practical uh, set of data going back 20, uh, 25 years now uh, that says that this approach, or 30 years, that says that this approach works and that it, um, uh, the performance of this newsletter over the last 10 years is, you know, one of the, as tracked by Holbert Financial Digest, is one of the top, you know, 12 or 15 in the country uh, for stock newsletters. So it, the approach does work, and uh, we've got the track record that uh, demonstrates that these are the kinds of criteria that, uh, that work. But if you look at it from a logical perspective, uh, the reason that companies do well over the long term is because they grow and profits grow. As profits grow, there's only one thing that happens to a company over the long term as they start getting bigger and bigger and deliver consistent profits, and that's the price increases. That's uh, capitalism at work, and that's the, the real basis of our entire approach. This sounds very similar, frankly, to the value line approach, which is based on earnings model and, and financial stability. What is different about what you do than value line? Yeah, there, it's very similar. Uh, value line adds some, some additional indicators. Um, they measure things like their, the strength of earnings a little bit differently than we would. But, yeah, it's very sympathetic to uh, uh, our approach. And, in fact, a lot of our users uh, use ValueLine to look at the data and analysis and then use our software to come up with their own conclusions since they don't want to trust anyone, not, only, not even ValueLine, with their uh, portfolio. Very good. Oh, well, thank you so much, uh, Doug. It's really been fascinating. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour has been Doug Gerlich, founder of Stock Central. You can find out more about his website at StockCentral.com. Thanks again, Doug, for being on the show. Great. Thanks, Jordan. And we'll be back with you next week.
Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.